This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Enough. Enough. Enough of I can't. Enough of life is hard. Enough of my story is different. Enough of being the victim of your life, playing a small, secondary, insignificant role, while you can have the primary, leading, big role. You have what it takes to be empowered, successful, and live blissfully on earth. Your moment to rise is now. Your time to shine is today. What are you waiting for? My guest, beautiful audience, today is an amazing, pure soul. Her name is Tamara Smith. She is a musician and a seeker. She has believed in her gifts all along and followed her intuition. No matter where it's leading her, and it was always leading towards unlimited possibilities. Please enjoy today this amazing treat with Tamara Smith. Hello, 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 hello. Tamara. How are you doing I'm today? Doing really good. Yeah. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation You're and so welcome. A honoring me on the Empowered Podcast platform. Thank you so much. No, That's pleasure. true pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> You're a musician, right? Mm-hmm. But that's how I always start, you know, interviewing my guests. Who are you? Mm. You know, far from roles and hats you wear. And who is Tamara Smith? Oh, going straight to the deep <laughs> question here. Straight <laughs> from the start. <laughs> so who is Tamara Smith? Um, I guess I am a seeker, a person that likes to question things around me. And um, find truth, my truth, which and as much as I possibly can, which can be sometimes hard, but um, to show, be my true self, as um, and with all everything that comes with it, and so through my music, I find that is the way that I can can do that. And then that's sort of my path of questing and and transforming and moving and changing as as the years roll on. Wow, I love this word seeker. <laughs> Being a seeker in life, I love it. It's just opening you to you know endless possibilities rather than versus you know just knowing who you are. But no, I am seeking. I am. I'm seeking. You know, I, I love it. Yay. I, I love this open energy about 
I don't know yet who I am. Yeah, well, <laughs> nobody does. <laughs> yeah, but it's an unfolding journey. Mm. Yeah, uh, uh, I love this approach, which is all for expansion and growth. Everybody has got a story, mm-hmm. Tamara. Either we are the writers of our stories, or our stories have been written for us, like you yes. know, yes. like most of uh, the humans on the planet. I know that you are the writer of your story. Mm. So tell us, what did you write? What did I write? I have written a story about someone who grew up maybe in a, I guess, would you say culturally, um, not devoid, but it was a very, coming from a place of neutrality in terms of like identity and I came from a place of questing and but always my backdrop was the energy of this beautiful planet and I was very lucky to have that as the backdrop as a girl so I'd go for humongous walks and um, all by myself or later on with my dog and I think the energy of that was where I felt a lot of inner wisdom in an early age mm-hmm. um, and not fear like a, at night time I'd go for big walks under the stars and I know for some people the stars can be a, a daunting thing to stand under but within the context of where I grew up it just was a really beautiful thing so the beginning of my story as a girl in some ways very much in tune with some of those things that are just the energy of the environment around me. I was very lucky to have that. Um, I know most people in the world don't, and that's um, so. Yes, and then um, that story evolved with um, loving music, and um, always, from a, I guess from a very early age, questing to have my own unique voice and have a find a way to express that. And that's um, through music that I, after learning how to play classical music and different styles, I sort of tried to channel off path that was my own and create my own compositions and um, and bring together other musicians. And um, so I've had a performance career of, oh, 25 years or more. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it. I'll keep it mysterious, should I? So yeah. You are, you're writing your story since the start, since the beginning. Where did you get this power from? I think the power is there in everybody, as we, I know you and I've mentioned. I think um, because I didn't have any other external factors around me, mm. um, I had to be the maker of my own entertainment or the maker of my own I think this is a blessing this that is was a real blessing the, your su- the supporting force in your journey yeah. that's right yeah. so I got a chance to know who I was from a very young age and mm-hmm. hear my own and be happy sitting in my body in the quiet or outside you know I think um, a lot of the time people don't have a chance because there's so many things going on and other you know, in the city forces or they, you know, I know people and I've taught children in London who never got to see the Thames River, even though they live in London, you know, Mm. or who've never seen stars before. And I think that understanding interconnectedness with we live on this planet 
And when you have that sense of like, I live and I'm part of this amazing planet, then that force in itself can help give you strength. Um, and I guess that's what we are sort of, what in my compositions, they all hark back really to to the environment and often they've been channeling my, my, my sadness, but also my love and wanting to share those incredible feelings that come from been in, in on planet Earth, and wow. so yeah, <laughs> I love this universality about who you are. Yeah, your starting point was New Zealand, mm. you're a Kiwi, but this didn't hold you back from exploring the world and taking ownership of the gifts of the world. Uh, tell us about your travels. I know you traveled a lot around <laughs> the world. <laughs> oh, um. So I guess my I should acknowledge my father who um, I had lots of he travelled a lot um, and he um, and this is in the in the 70s he travelled um, you know all across sort of the the Silk Road and you know like did all sorts of interesting adventures um, so I grew up with a lot of um, sepia coloured slideshows back in the day and um, those fed my I think my quest to see the world on my own. But for some reason, maybe it was because we had a family friend who was French, but um, my first trip was to go to France. And so I had, and I was not very organized at all. I had all sorts of random things in my backpack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had one person I knew I was gonna stay with, which is very clever of me, but um, apart from that, I had no plan and um you just so, listened to your soul yeah. and, wow, and your I let, intuition and yes what a brave thing to do <laughs> <laughs> because that's how we should actually operate in the world just listening to our intuition mm. this guiding system inside of us that we keep shushing yeah <laughs> and it keeps us very very small actually if we don't honor this voice we will keep like the caterpillar we're talking about the life cycle of the butterfly so if you don't listen to this voice with expanding you mm. pushing you towards unlimited possibilities you will always stay in your starting point actually in your comfort zone you want that's to grow. right yeah mm. that's right and i do i do recognize that sometimes um and i've experienced it myself so that's that was as a twenty-two-year-old, you know, and in the um, I've I've understood that sometimes people can't move forward until they let go of some things that are holding them back, and that might be internal work mm. to do to the allow themselves the healing work, either that's self-worth or it's things that they need to get rid of trauma. Or, yeah, we always yes. talk about we talk a lot about healing in this yeah. podcast that we cannot step fully into our power till. We do the healing, the shadow That's work, right. the inner work. Yes. How have you done that, Tamara? Yeah, I have. I mean, I I think the trip to France was a, an incredible journey for someone who lived in such a small place. Mm. And I had that's all, a big jump. <laughs> yeah, that's a big jump. <laughs> that's the least you can say. <laughs> and I had all sorts of crazy things, like um, like I you know I mentioned about. You know, I had my flute, which was my anchor in so many ways about my identity, and that was stolen. Oh. And, um, and so, and then, yeah, and then I lived in complete poverty in Paris, like pretty much um, being paid a small amount of cash. I was looking after a disabled 
man in his apartment and I'll take him out around Paris. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was so many things that were so hard, but sometimes those things are the things that just like, at the time can be so challenging, but those are the things that really made you stronger made you stronger and really like you felt like your whole you know whole part of you is being kind of burst wide open to see whole other aspects of the world or other ways other people lived or mm. all those things broke you open yes to, yeah to the it was outward. kind of a yeah. yeah quite an incredible first chapter of that mm. but yeah i mean in in terms of like first of all even if people are listening and feeling like finding that I just don't even feel I feel fear all the time and I don't want to feel that feeling because I want to be able to do things mm. sometimes fear is not really the fear itself it's that that fear is actually just a layer that has kind of come across you and that might be caused from some other internal tra trauma that you might need to acknowledge mm. and then you sometimes realize once you've healed yourself in that area that something that you thought you were carrying around with for your whole life is no longer on you anymore. It's it's like a cape that you can mm. take away. And um, and when you have those moments, which are, can be extremely challenging, those are, once again, the cloak taken away so that you're no longer so heavy, you are able to feel much more empowered in who you are. Wow. So you just strip yourself off from all the... Yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, I have felt guilt and shame. I mm. mean, um, and it's, and it's in, you know, I think the more we learn about it, it's a kind of a very epigenetic thing. And sometimes it's hard to know, is this me? or it's is everywhere. This, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think when I mm. acknowledged what it was that was causing that, then I was able to heal that aspect. And then the shame was almost like, How, to, how can I say it? The shame was like, I guess, I don't know, this is just an image that's just come to my head and it might not work, but imagine a little lighthouse on top of a rock mm. and the lighthouse is blinking all the time, saying things to you, but it's actually the rock that we need to remove. Yeah. And then the lighthouse no longer needs to be on there to blink anymore. Wow. I uh, love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does make sense. I it guess this. Yeah. So sometimes it's, yeah, the feeling is just there to tell us that there's something we need to look at. Mm. Yeah. And um, so. Most of us, we are scared to look inside. Yes. Do you have any advice for people actually who are afraid of doing the healing work, the shadow work? I think, I mean, um, so this is about empowering women um, and, and men and people, you know, the feminine, the feminine energy of the world. I think, first of all, just know that there are so many people in the world who feel exactly the same. And there are so many people in the world questing or who have quested and are on their journey too, but are there to support you. And it's mm. just knowing that, knowing that you're not the only person taking this journey. And um, sometimes being honest about that to people can create the most incredible friendship or because suddenly someone who is so scared of saying anything mm. will go, if they can say that, then I can say that too. And that's suddenly 
a chance for us yeah, to you engage. You give them permission. You give yeah. others permission to to step into their power. I love that. There is something as well. It's it's about what's stronger inside of you. Your desire for winning in this game of life, mm. your desire for stepping into your power, is that stronger or your fear of failing and losing? So which voice you are listening to, which voice you are honoring? Because mm. even you or me or anybody who is empowered out there doing things in the community or in the world, yeah. shining their light, they have these both voices all the time. That's right. But we have decided and chosen to give our attention, focus and energy to the voice mm. of I can do that, you know, it is taking responsibility of our lives. I don't wait for external person or entity to come and validate me. I validate mm. myself. That's and right. This gives me power. So it is an internal journey. Yeah, it is an internal journey. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Tell us about music, Tamara, and mm. it has shaped your life uh, in so many ways. Yes. So, and I asked you before the podcast about the intention of you mm -hmm. going out there and playing. Is it to heal people or to awaken people or to actually help people step into their power, giving them permission? I did it so you can do it, right? So yes. tell us all about these things, the intention behind and what it has created in your life. So, yeah, I mean, music has been um and it's 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 evolved and as i said to you earlier like it's um you know the early days of me performing i was still there's so many things that I, I weren't honed yet it was like sort of like you know we're all kind of like a carving that hasn't quite been totally fully polished up and that's yeah. a beautiful thing and i think um knowing that this is okay to start um, and be raw or whatever and so yeah I mean I've music to me has just always been the most uplifting um, powerful thing and to have people respond and just be so ecstatic or excited or joyful or moved and there can be a variety of emotions mm. um, has always been a really beautiful thing I think I'm much better as a musician being, I like I like going to the space, which is, gives me, I don't know, something about performing to others is super, um, changes the alchemy or something in some way. I love playing to my children or being at home and, and playing, but there's something when I get up on stage that is just like the energy is honed and yeah, uh, it's something, it's a special thing. You I love performing. You are in the genius zone. <laughs> <laughs> You're put on the spot and you have to just, yeah, pull pull through, you know. And um, yeah. there's something about that that's quite um, powerful. Powerful. And as, as, yeah, as I get older, I find that that becomes deeper and I can hone it more mm. quickly. And, um, yeah, it's been a really beautiful journey and especially being in I mean I did a tour in February which um, I'd like to say thanks to Arts on Tour because um, it was at the time when Omicron was just coming out mm. and no one's really sure if we could do the tour but um, it was to small rural towns 
around New Zealand and we kicked off in Stewart Island and went all the way up to Thames in the North Island over a month. And just to be able to give music to people, especially in little rural towns in New Zealand where they just don't get exposed to many cultural things, felt really meaningful in a time which for me had been quite kind of, yeah, just sort of like, it felt, had felt very um, not like there wasn't much movement going on, you yeah. know. Like, um, what's that? There's the word for it. It's like a still pond, or you know. Mm. And so, yeah, that was really that fed me as well to to carry on and, and give I give up the music. Yeah, I love it. So you are just shining your light on yeah. <laughs> humanity, doing your own thing, enjoying it. I but, am. Yeah, and I think I mean I obviously. I guess, um, you know, it hasn't been an easy path. I Yeah, tell us. Yes, I just, just to remind you that. Because <laughs> people think that, you know, amazing women who are out there, they got it easy and, uh, you know, they are lucky. But yeah, tell us about, yeah, what shaped really tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just saying that, I mean, I always wanted to be myself, but that doesn't mean that the path you take is going to be easy and sometimes because of what you're doing is so unique or different um, there is no path to follow you're kind of you know cutting through the grasses yourself I love that and um, create your own path you're creating your own path you're writing your own story (laughs) yeah oh my god I love that and and that means that there might not be um, awards that you will get given to acknowledge you Mm. or um, you just don't fit into the, to the boxes that yeah. people have constructed to give mm. you some sense of, oh, you know, I've made it or whatever. Mm. And sometimes that can be like, whoa, you know, that's hard. But other times, and especially now, I just realise I don't, I don't mind. I just want to be doing what I want to do. I love it. Yeah. Um, and I don't seek validation or recognition from the outer world. I know that this is my truth and... Um, speaking it and that's, that's it. right yeah i love that and yeah. it's kind of what you're saying about if you can do those things even from a small perspective which mm-hmm. is not small it's like right down to just doing mm-hmm. something within your community and the warmth and the lovely things that are ha- coming back to you from that community priceless. that's all you need that's priceless yeah. oh yeah and 100%. yeah yeah and so yeah it's become far far uh, more powerful i think when i let go of some of the hang-ups about mm. you know because we have this we as women or as humans we mm. fall in this trap of i seek validation from others i seek mm. recognition i need actually others to tell me that i'm good to feel yes. good and be good and do good yes. yeah but validation is an internal job you need to validate yourself and keep doing it and mm. improving it and tweaking it and that's the journey of life it's yeah. not like they you know they taught us it's the other way around that's right yeah that's right mm. and um yeah i mean i guess my one thing would have been sometimes finding a mentor or someone, and I think maybe this is something that maybe in all of us we quest occasionally, is just some sort of wise person that can <laughs> hold us when we're having a really hard time and say, you're doing okay. Mm. And, um, you know, and I think yeah, that's sort of probably in a lot of times we had that and really easy access to it and it wasn't in some sort of pre-prescribed, you know, 
this is mm. whatever it was just this a figure that whoever you see as someone that would make you feel held while you're going through something and i think um, who played that role in tamara's life i am still questing for that person but i have found it found it in more and more in some really beautiful friendships mm, the and soul tribe yeah. yeah the soul tribe and um and that's through me being vulnerable which has been like whoa <laughs> mm. <laughs> but um yeah but i've also found you know found some incredible books or things that kind of will go okay yeah this is good you know i love it uh, but i think as we call them soul contracts or love contracts they're all around us i see your parents or your dad you know driving you around and he was your early you know supporter in this journey of yeah music. yeah my mom yeah, my, my, yeah. yeah my mom was yeah and my mm. yeah my mom was always doing the driving down yeah. to my music lessons and yes and so all of those things at the very beginning were very, very... at the start till you are strong enough to be mm. that voice for yourself and of course you know when somebody showed up and he's believing in us and supporting us that's a beautiful gift as well yes it helps big time music tamara is like anything else on this planet can be used for the good and can be used for the bad mm -hmm. and it can be healing or it can destroy us uh, break us um, because music holds this high vibrational you know healing awakening empowerment mm. you know we talked about it vibration into it but there are others who are using music in the other you know side are you aware of this are you aware that you need to be channeling or you need to be actually using music for the good yeah or you're just doing your own thing I are you aware of how I think bad I'm, the music is used actually. Uh you do you mean in terms of sort of the way it's been used in a more commercial sense yeah, or it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. like vo low vibrational music. Yes. Yeah. Um the wording as well. We talk about music, we talk about songs, we talk about you know, this can, you know, uplift us or can destroy yes, us. Yes, of know? course. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I guess that's an interesting one, is that um I feel like I, yeah, I mean, as a busy mum of a household or just with all the various things I do, it kind of is like yin and yang. It's honed me to have to, in any moment that I have, free moment, I have to use that time wisely. And so I try not getting too distracted. I mean, mm. that's been a practice art as well. I try not getting too distracted by... Uh, what's around me or what's going on and um, obviously sometimes I like to listen to music for potential inspiration but um, I always make sure it's feeding me not making me feel um, yeah kind of negative or angsty or any of those things and then from that place when I'm feeling good then my music and when I go onto stage will have the power yeah, of pure channel yeah, yeah. it mm. will feel authentic and true yeah and, that's um, so true mm. yeah um yeah i mean i used to teach um and a, you know alongside a lady called julie wiley music to children she still and i still go to her classes and she's wonderful she music uses music um in all sorts of ways for children that have you know often been born premature mm. and um 
and the music, like you said, is a really healing way of them to redevelop some of the things, the, the skills or sensations that they might have lost because they were born too early or, yeah. yeah, and yeah, it connects people in so many ways um, and through like a drumming circle you'll notice that people, it's a, it's a known thing called synchronisation, mm. that after a certain amount of time people, it's almost like all our brains are wired together and we all starting to play in time. Mm. So yeah, without a doubt those things are being scientifically proven which is wonderful for people who need need that to just go okay yes this is happening um yeah I think it's um it's often just nice if you're doing something that is something really meaningful to you feed your source and not be uh distracted by what other people are doing and which is so hard in this day and age yeah so it might mean some sort of like um turning off devices or finding your creative creativity if it's something that creative you do just so that you can hone that and have that real power in what you're what you're putting into ground yourself ground yourself the vibration of what yeah. you want to deliver i love that yeah <laughs> awesome you're a mother tamara yeah. and uh, this didn't hold you back actually from going out there and expressing your voice and doing playing your <laughs> you know song in life no most women they think that having a family or raising a family that's very hindering and uh, what can you tell them today i think it i mean for me it, yeah like i sort of said before it really um it highlighted to me i mean pre-children i guess i had a lot more spare time mm. but it highlighted to me this is something I can't live without. Mm. Without this, I, I, it's, I just couldn't. Like, it's a sensation. I just can't. Stronger than you. <laughs> it's not something you can just touch or yeah. stop doing. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes you might get signals which you might think are something else. And I guess that's what I'm saying is if you can go deep into yourself and recognize that actually maybe a signal where you're feeling deflated or um, just empty or there might be some certain signals to you which are saying I need to to feed this aspect of myself Mm. and that's not taking away your motherhood it's empowering you as a mum because your children see you doing things that you love and I think that's the often one of the best gifts you can give your children the most beautiful of them at all yeah your happiness is the gift the best gift you can give to your that's right yeah Yeah. Mm. and um and yeah so finding and it might be hard in the initial time to find time or space but just keep feeding that energy until you Mm. do get a a chance Mm. and it might be that you don't have family so you try to kind of extend your your village so you can occasionally get a few hours here and there just to be feeding that and then keeping it going and know that this time will change mm. when you will have more space and time but you've kind of I mean one of the things I did when I could was even just jot down little ideas on a piece of paper yeah. occasionally and sometimes I can really access that and tap into that emotion and that might be the or it might have been a few lyrics for a, a song. Mm. But I might not write that song for another four years. But that's mm. okay. There's no hurry. It's yeah. just having... Just flow with... 
flowing with it, but just kind of keep tapping into what it is that is yeah. your hunger, oh, your yeah. intuition. Yeah. yeah. Honoring that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So you're a gift, gifted person, Tamara, and you have the gift of music, and you knew that since the start, and you honored that voice inside of you, and you follow, followed that, actually, not just in New Zealand, but all over the world, and you are still seeking mm -hmm. more and more. Yeah. And I love it, actually. You take in the pen and write in your own story. This is my story, and I want to write it the way I want. Uh, this is what keeps me alive and keeps me happy, so there is no family or no other circumstances that can stop me from doing that yeah and that's the energy we need to share with other women out there mm. actually mm. They, it's not excuses they may might be valid excuses but actually there is nothing that can stop you from living your dream or living what you know what you came here to live yeah full stop so that's right we shouldn't like argue with that we shouldn't put that on the table even, that's dusted and done. And I love that, you knew that, and you are embodying it. You know? <laughs> but I think that's a beautiful example for other women actually to see that and to uh, just give themselves permission to do the same. That's right, yeah, yeah. and um, maybe there'll be just voices from other people saying, you know. Always the naysayers. <laughs> the naysayers, and that's, yeah. and that's going, like I said about just trying to just hear it in yourself, what is it that I what makes me feel alive or makes me what is it that I want to do and just channeling that and for a while it might just be cultivating like in like you said in like in a garden sense cultivating the very things that make you feel good because sometimes those things will be the thing that will uh, reveal to you mm. what it is that is your hidden love or and because I know for some people I've, I've been very lucky that it's been such an outward display of for me music mm. and I can see that that's um really easy but for some other people it's a hidden gift of it is a hidden and gift. sometimes they, they need to dig deeper they need yeah it's not that obvious yeah yeah and yeah. it might be that it might be the of taking a writing course or mm. you know what I mean just following your little like oh this looks really interesting yeah. and don't dismiss that yeah. if that's something that goes oh honor that yeah. honor that go, how can I make it. this happen so yeah. that I can give that to myself because yeah. that will feed and grow cultivate my garden to yeah. be able to be something that I and want even to if be it's not the right thing it will open the door towards something that's and right more and more, and more. So, yeah. yeah we need just to be able to follow Mm. our intuition this voice inside of us and honor it yeah i love it what's your vision about the future tomorrow where do you see yourself where do i see myself yeah music of course yeah <laughs> but do you have any plans about yeah that's a really future. good question mm. i um it's all about the growth and evolving and yeah do you have that you yeah i mean i kind of almost have a feeling of how i've got all these different aspects which is like I, te I teach African dance um, if anyone's interested on a Wednesday night at Linwood Community Art Gallery. We give all your details oh, by brilliant. the end so yeah. for people to you know Wonderful. touch base with you. Yeah. And that's to live drums so there's like the drumming and dance and then there's the music and then I've been a teacher and then I'm sort of interested in um, I like writing stories mm. and um, yeah like I'm um, I'm just trying to work out and so I'm in an interesting place in the sense that I'm trying to work out when my 
youngest goes to school next year. Mm. Who am I? Because, uh, you know, what will I, how, where will I go now? Because um, I've got some more time and what is it that I a want to do? A new chapter. A new chapter. Yeah. And so it might end up being something where, yeah, I'm just kind of feel like I, I'm in that bit where I'm holding a whole lot of different mm. textures and wondering how, how do I put it into this one garment that I can wear. Metaphorical garment, should I say. <laughs> Some gifted people, they have this gift and they live with it, but it's about harnessing the powers of these gifts if growing it you know improving mm. it you know expanding it it's about always the next stage where can i go from here yes yeah yeah i love that i mean there was a beautiful concert that i did and a friend organized it um which was with yo-yo ma on the banks of the uh, the avon river mm. and i would like to do more of what was created then which was amalgamation of the different arts like there's ladies weaving on the bat on the banks and there was um, music and there was sort of like the environment and we we're outside so I don't know bringing many different um, cultures and communities mm. together with the kind of like like what you were saying with music being this sort of um, connecting device yeah. so yeah for finding my ways to do that would be really really i think make me really oh, happy that would be awesome <laughs> <laughs> i think that would be amazing you know creating different energies yeah and making them work together rather mm. than against each other yeah i love that <laughs> i love it what's the advice you give by the end of this interview to all the women listening to us today tomorrow um, I think, and I mean, I, this is from also reading a really great book, but it was about um, that, you know, sometimes we, we get given so many little kind of phrases that kind of come across sometimes a bit cliche, you know, but um, truly to be able to go and look inward is not a selfish act. It's an act of looking inward and just saying, and healing yourself if there seems to be trauma based around self-worth or shame or guilt because those things are going to always hold you back and so if you can heal yourself um, so you might take some time you need to just let yourself be in those difficult places then you'll become wide open and you'll suddenly hold be in the seat of your power and once you've those because of those I think are some of the key things that hold women back mm. um, and it could be your own trauma it could be your parents trauma it could be the trauma of what we are feeling in the world through so many different things and but if you can work through those things then you will feel empowered instead of being in a place of fear because when we're in a place of fear we can't you are contracted we're contracted we can't we can't, cannot we can't cannot create create we can't help if that you know all of those things so that's the first place to go to if you're feeling those things and then once that has happened and you're starting to feel in the seat of your power then find the things that move you that you love to the things that feel like they really resonate with you and follow follow that wow I love it. <laughs> so healing, awakening tool that you can do it and then healing from whatever is on your way and if, then step in your power. Find whatever is your, right. your own gift and yeah, follow yeah. that. 
Yeah, it might just be looking and saying, what is it that's holding me back right now? Mm. Why do I feel fear? Mm. What is this that's causing my fear? And like I said, it might be this little lighthouse that's on the top of the rock. Yeah. And you just want to get rid of that rock and then the lighthouse will go away and the, you'll be a free-moving ocean yeah. to uh, to do what you need to do. Absolutely. And fear is will always be there, but how we handle it, actually. Is it, you know, giving it permission to hold us back or just listen to it and dismiss it? Mm. Because people, they think that empowered persons, they don't have fear. They are fearless. No, right. yeah, no, we no. don't have fear, actually, all the time. But we work with it, actually. We yeah. listen to it and then we do whatever we want. So uh, don't wait till you are deprived of fear. <laughs> These human experience is a fear-based experience so fear will be always there that's right but what we are choosing to do with it is the whole difference yeah and i think sometimes you think i would like to be this person that can you know uh say wise things to my children or you know i want you visualize how and maybe and this is maybe a something you're wanting to be held by somebody and you visualize the person that you want to be held by, and then maybe in many years later, you'll realize that you became the very person that you were looking mm. to be held by, you know, like uh, uh, that you were looking to be your mentor, you, those experiences and that deepening of... of um, so. And you're talking about mentors. We always need to mentors in our life. Mm. No matter where we are in our, you know, evolution or growth, we always need some people who make sure they yeah. have done the work and the job before us and they can give us shortcuts this yeah is very, you know, yeah time saving energy saving <laughs> that's right yeah it's beautiful thank you so much tamara you're but so welcome before we finish tell us where can people find you and can they sure. connect with your amazing music and work <laughs> i'm big fan <laughs> i love it i heard you playing flute oh yes a solo flute wasn't it i yeah. was wow i said that's from a different dimension that's very <laughs> magical very healing i love oh, it oh thank yeah. you mm. So where can people So find um, I have a website called Mundi M U N D I, which is Latin for world, mundi.co.nz. Mm-hmm. And on there you'll see um, there's an African dance page, there's links to some of the stuff that you can listen to, or you can just, you know, send me feel free to send me an email with any questions. It's um at mundimusic at gmail.com. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank pleasure. you so much, Tamara. Mm. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's always pure, pure pleasure to connect with you know like-minded people and pure pure spirits <laughs> and you are a pure soul Aww. i can feel that thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Empowered, our series of podcasts about women who went through hell and emerged empowered. Women who are alchemists and managed to turn pain into power. Empowered our stories about awakening, healing and empowerment. Don't listen only for entertainment. Listen for inspiration and ignition. If you have a story to tell, let us know.